You're listening to The Bridge Between Podcast, a weekly exploration of how a family history research project transformed into a search for understanding, truth, and the points of connection between people. In dialoguing with others, we begin to understand ourselves. My name is Cisco Ramos, and this is The Bridge Between. I still think about the long car rides from Lubbock to El Paso, crossing the plains, next to cotton fields, parallel to the railroad tracks, seeing rows and rows of pump jacks to my right, oil fields, small towns, New Mexico, mountains, the Carlsbad Caverns, re-entering back into Texas and eventually arriving into El Paso. It's a beautiful ride and it takes about six hours. It's scenic, timeless. As a child, it was a hard but beautiful time. It was a warm memory. I remember my parents having to juggle kids, extra shifts, and obligations. There's nothing easy about the calculations every parent has to make. How do we afford? Where does it come from? Can you be there at a certain time? If it wasn't being the overnight on-call at the hospital, it was wanting to be the parent volunteer, to be there, however one can be, in the hope that your presence can make a difference. There's nothing easy about being a parent. The days are long, the years are short, it all flies by. Ninety minutes later, it is 7 a.m. and we are nearing Carlsbad. It is the last chance to stop, stretch, and fill up. Mom and Karina slowly rise from their slumber. We used to stop at the Chevron on Canal Street. It was the last outpost before entering the desert. Before it was expanded and reconstructed some years ago, 62 was a two-lane highway that served as a lifeline between communities. From Carlsbad, we drove to the small town of White City. From White City, we crossed the New Mexico-Texas border. Central time eventually gave way to mountain time. The desert meets the mountains. Radial signals eventually taper into static. The Guadalupe Mountains are my favorite part of this drive. They rise and slowly wind with the countryside. In the foreground are the mineral trains and old mines. The trains are long and are usually some combination of black, blue, and rust. They look out of place next to the windswept desert prairies and salt flats. My dad and I used to try to count the number of cars on each train. Sometimes it was as many as 120. Other times we simply lost count. We are approaching the Guadalupe Peak on the right-hand side. El Capitan, a vertical rock formation that mirrors its more famous brother in Yosemite, is straight ahead. On the left-hand side I can see at least 50 miles into the uneven desert terrain. Small hills in the distance, the clear skies and red colors, the horizon blends in with the sky, the sun is beginning to warm. There's a deep comfort in seeing an old friend. I know the desert changes, but it's the pace of change, but its pace of change abides by a slower geologic notion of time. The desert is beautiful, welcoming, and unforgiving. We pass El Capitan. Sixty two slowly winds left as we begin our steep descent. The coffee is long gone. Everyone is awake. The road is now straight. Two hours until we're at Mama's. We're making good time, my father says as we pass the immigration checkpoint on our, on our way into El Paso. Have I told you about the time a friend of mine joked with the agents about the weed in his car, he continued. It was a long time ago in the 70s, before you were born, and he thought it would be funny. 
Oh, yes, I remember this story, my mom added as she stretched and laughed in the back seat. What a payaso. Clown. He thought it was funny until they took the knife to his seats. They stopped his car, took out each seat, and placed them on the ground. They ripped them open one by one and spread their contents for everyone to see. They didn't find anything, and I'm sure they knew there was nothing there. Mijo, when you go back to Lubbock, don't joke with them. I miss the everydayness of the car ride. We made it to Mama's by nine. She was cooking breakfast when we arrived. Tata was at the head of the table enjoying his coffee and reading the newspaper. The car rides, the stories, the everydayness. I miss it all. That's how our stories were passed down. It happened in the quiet moments of the mundane. Car rides, dinner time, over homework, playing catch in the backyard. I've never met most of the central characters in the larger theater that is my family's history. They were gone long before I was born. There's a beautiful timelessness to their personalities and stories. Their emotions and jokes are still alive in subtle ways. I've studied their photos and can see a little of myself in them. And through the learning and laughing, their stories are becoming my stories. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Bridge Between. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. If you'd like to reach out, you can email me at thebridgebetween at gmail.com. That's thebridgebtwn at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at thebridgebetween. That's thebridgebtwn. Thank you for listening.